0: Speed, I and mean, that's how you gotta play the game
1: of hockey. You're listening to Impact Sports Radio, and this is Behind the Mask.
0: Welcome in to Behind the Mask, only podcast dedicated to Michigan State Hockey. And today, we've got a special guest and new co host, John Supan. Everyone say hi to John. What's going on, guys? How you doing, Ryan? Good. First of all, we got to start off, got to get acquainted with John. So, John, tell us where you're from, what grade you're in, what you're studying, what's yeah, going on. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so, I'm from Crown Point, Indiana, uh, which is a little small town, uh, 45 minutes away from Chicago. Um, I'm a junior right now studying broadcast journalism. Uh, I played hockey my whole life. Really have a, Ooh, a nice interest for that. it. Yeah. I've been about 13 years deep in the game. Ended it, ended that streak about a couple years ago. So now what I can do is talk about it, you know? Yeah. 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 You any beer leagues? Uh, yeah, I do play in a beer league over at, um, suburban. suburban. Nice. Yep. And then I'm in an IM league too. So yeah, I'm Ooh. still staying what in What division game. in IM? D1. Ooh. Yes, so you're sir. in Munn?
0: Wait, what's the called? My buddy plays on the roller hockey team. They have a team out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They always
1: beat us. Really? Yep. They're always yeah. because they have so many systems, you know. They yeah. run it all year round. Yeah. So yeah, it's fun. I enjoy myself there. So, I mean, a little change of direction.
0: We missed Burkle. We had Turk on last week, but John's to be more of a full time replacement. So moving in a different direction in a good way. There'll be some new things. Right now the podcast is gonna be more similar than it was. In the past couple years, but we're gonna move in a, a different direction in a couple of weeks. So look forward to that. But first, we gotta start with Michigan State. They're in Happy Valley this weekend against Penn State. The Sparks, happy, happy, it, happy, yeah, Hockey Valley, actually. Hmm. D- did you get to catch any of those highlights? How sick is that arena?
1: Yeah, wow. I mean, they had around like 6,000-something people in that yeah. arena. I mean, we could pack like, what, 5,400 in ours. But, yeah. I mean, it's just the atmosphere around that place is crazy. It's not the same as watching a basketball game in Penn State, I'll tell you that. Because oh, that, right. that place is very – there's nobody there. Yeah, you
0: know? I, I talked about – I actually luckily got to co-host the Green Right Report this uh, – Sunday, and I talked about how there's there there was gonna be ten people, at Bryce Jordan, because <laughs> no one goes to Exactly, they all want to come watch yeah. their hockey team. You know, I I wouldn't blame them either. Yeah, do you say no? But on the back of the opposing goalie's glass, they have all these posters that were made by students in the okay. student section. It's sick. I gotta get to Padula for yeah. A game. Me too. Me so, too. Yeah, maybe It'll, next year. Yeah let's get into the recap. All right, let's do it. Okay. The Spartans took their talents to happy Valley, take on 11th rate, Penn state and Nittany lines. Friday night, the Spartans fell short, losing to Nittany lines four to two despite a spirited comeback in the second period where Taro Rossi and Patrick Kortorento scored two goals in four minutes to cut the deficit. Just to one goal heading into the third period. MSU had plenty of chances in the third period in the first five minutes. Payton Jones kind of st- stood tall and didn't allow the Spartans to get going. And the Nittany Lions ended up holding on 4-2. to two. Saturday was a different story, though. 3-3 three to three tied going into the third period. And the Spartans scored two, o- two early goals in the third period. And the Spartans were led by Brendan Sanford with a career-high three points. And John Lethman made 40 saves and was pretty solid in the third period, giving the Spartans a 6-4 to four win and a nice win on the road And against a number 11 Penn State. John, what did you... Yeah. Think about this week on series. Yeah,
1: uh it's there's a lot of good takeaways here in this series. I mean, yeah, they might have went one and one with them. Uh Penn State's a real good team. I mean, they're they're pretty much like one of the best teams in the Big Ten and they have a lot of good players that are pretty much NHL ready already. But Danny yeah. Cole was saying that he's not too disappointed. They need to tighten up little things. Uh, when he uh talked to the press on Friday after the game. Yeah. And they did just that. Coming into Saturday, they tightened up their defense. I mean, even though letting up four goals, Lethman played Unreal. He had about 40 yeah. saves. Uh yeah, I mean, there was a lot of good takeaways in that game. And I think uh rolling into this weekend, I think they'll be prepared.
0: Yeah, and you looked at Lethom has 40 saves on Saturday night. But Drew Ritter at 35 on yeah. Friday night. Oh, yeah. 4-2. to two, i When you play Penn State in some of these high-powered offenses in the Big Ten, the shots, the amount of goals let in doesn't nearly show you the shot disparity the Spartans mm-hmm. are facing. Because yeah. the Spartans in the last four games have – only let one time they've had under 40 shots and it was 39 shots in the last five yeah. games so I mean these goalies are being peppered right now so you can look at the defense and whatever you want to say about that but it, it's hard to tell who the start they've always done with the hot goalie and a lot of teams like there's no established starter yeah
1: I, I mean, mean it, yeah you, that's the thing that Cole wanted to do is bring in uh deritter that we you didn't have to always rely on uh Lethman to be in the net and a bail you out of every situation. You got De Ritter in here. Now they're both two great goalies, and you can pick and choose every game. Like, well, who's hot? Who's maybe got an injury? Who's been in there a while? Yeah. You know, sit him for a little bit, and it looks like it's paying off right now. I mean, me and Berkel
0: always used to talk about, who, who do you go to? Do you go with Lethnum or do you let the young guy De Ritter go? But I, I think Latham's kind of reestablishing his spot as the main guy, He's looked pretty solid. Yeah. I, it, it's just DeRitter is, is capable of more of Lefman. I don't think that's a slight at Lefman. It's just DeRitter
1: plays. He's younger. Yes, he's younger, and he's a little bit more athletic. And he's more ambitious, man. He's, yeah, got, yes. he's got more to prove here. I mean, yeah. Lefman's already had some time here, and he's got his spot established. But DeRitter, I mean, they got another goalie, Spencer Wright, that hasn't really got any reps this year. But, yeah. I mean, that's what he's kind of competing for a spot a little bit. Don't you yeah. Think?
0: yeah, but it's, it's been a... Two horses race, but mm-hmm. I, I think the thing to look at is the defense right now is not
1: good for Michigan State. Yeah, you, they got to tighten things up a little you, bit.
0: You, they got to be better. If you look at the game by game, look, you can't allow to be outshot in the last five games. Outshot in the last five games. How, how do you win those games? Yeah, it's, I, it's pretty, tough. If you like go down the list, it's pretty remarkable too. You get forty three to twenty one, thirty to thirty to twenty eight, forty seven to twenty six. 39 to thirty six, forty four 44 to 29 39 to 27 44 to 37 they have not they've outshot one opponent in the last six turn. Mm-hmm.
1: that you just can't do that and that's the thing is now they're relying on their offense a little more they got the yeah. KHL line you know put in a maybe two three goals a game but yeah like you said you can't really rely on that offensive power to come in because all these teams in the Big 10 they have very strong and structured defenses yes they don't make a lot of mistakes and for Michigan sure. State has a couple good lines on on their offense, but you know it, they needs that little defensive front. They need to put it up a little more to um, you know help out their goaltending. Speaking of helping out the KHL line, I mean you see a bid night for Sanford
0: on Saturday, oh, yeah. which is it, if you're talking about Michigan State hockey nowadays, is can you get production outside of the KHL line? Yeah. And it, it's usually that Tommy Sanford, Tommy Apep, excuse me. Brennan Sam- Sanford, Brody Stevens, or Cody milan mm-hmm. Mitcher, that gets it going. Other than that, KHL
1: line, yeah, uh,
0: it how, it's just so bad. It's mm-hmm. so bad.
1: And, and another thing was on on Saturday, Kudareenko was three for twenty on faceoffs. So yeah, that's... But, I mean, they have you know Tarahorose and uh, Lewandowski. They're they're gonna go get that puck for you, but you gotta win those faceoffs, and that's what Tommy Apap and Sam Saliba, the captain. Yeah, they can do that. They don't produce a lot of offense outside of that. I would say. Yeah. But they do give you chances like that off the faceoff. Logan Lambden had another goal this mm-hmm. weekend. He's starting to get a little bit hot,
0: having a couple consecutive weekends with scoring. It, they, they need that backhand end scoring. And if Lambden's not, you can't have two defensemen be your fourth and fifth highest points guys yeah. like they have right now. I mean, Cody Milan is sandwiched between Dennis Cezana and Zach Osborne, but he's on the power play. So it's pretty easy to get points when you're dishing it off to Lewandowski, Cuadrado, and Herosi. So mm-hmm. the, we talk, we can talk about this every week, and I, I you just gotta bring it up every week. It, yeah. it,
1: but you need depth, and yeah, you, but but one thing they are doing, I mean, they they are playing a little more physic physically, yeah, and they're really starting to hit a little bit more before the blue line. Uh, Zach Osborne is he's, he's been, been stepping really up good. his game. I he's think a pro. I think uh, Cole might have said something to him. Hopefully. Uh, to get him throwing the body a little more. And he proved that Ohio State, he he threw a huge yeah. hit to swing the game when they were down by three. You know, I mean, yeah.
0: So when you looked at it, I mean, that's actually a good point. Michigan State's not really the most physical team. And I think Cole wants them to play, be more defensive minded and physical. When you look at guys who are there to maybe make a big hit, you see Jared Rossburn, maybe Tommy Miller is not the guy who's going to go kill someone. He's more of a. He's just a structured defenseman, mm-hmm. but you, you got you. This is why guys like Austin Kamer and Christian Krieger didn't get more time because they they're physical. Yeah, and I think Cole wants to play that style of physical hockey, and you just get putts in the net. And he said on Saturday that they they're just doing putts in the net on Saturday better than they did on Friday. So it,
1: yeah, and I, I'm happy with the split, man. You can't really, yeah, I you mean, can't if, really t- take too many negatives from that game because I mean. Penn State going into that was 11th. And now, I mean, now they're dropped down to 13th, but. Yeah. I mean,
0: I, they're a talented team. They mm-hmm. got studs all over the place. And Peyton Jones is a good do- goaltender, even though he struggled going into that. So, yeah, it was he had nice. 31
1: saves and I think uh, 35 saves on Friday. I mean, yeah, he's playing pretty damn good. Another
0: announcement out of this weekend that we have to talk about. Sarah Horosi announces a Hobie Baker candidate. Best. The college Heisman, if you don't know, one of seven Big Ten candidates. I was trying to count down this list. There's like 60 or 78. But, I mean, you look at Taro Horosi's numbers, they're up there with the best one in college hockey. Yeah, he he just got
1: his 100th career uh, point on Saturday. He
0: he leads the nation in assists and points. So Mm -hmm. I I think he's going to start, even though Michigan State doesn't have necessarily the best record for a Hobie Baker winner. He's going to get more recognition because his oh, yeah. the, cause the stats are going to be ridiculous. Yeah, it's, I mean,
1: he's he's just flying right now. I mean, he's, he's doing everything he can. He's scoring. He's passing the puck. He's got people to pass the puck too, which yeah. is a huge thing. But like I was talking to you before the show, I mean, you have to get that second line or that third line to be as cohesive as that KHL line in order to see results and maybe move up to the two or number one or maybe even number six spot in the Big Ten. You know, they're yeah. at the bottom right now.
0: Yeah, they are at the bottom. Speaking
1: of the bottom, let's take a look at the Big Ten standings. John, what what do they look like right now? All right, so we're gonna start from the top here. We got Ohio State Buckeyes. They're looking real hot, even though Michigan State uh, did pull a tie away from that series. Uh, Then you got Minnesota, Michigan, Penn State, Wisconsin, Notre Dame, and the boys in green and white, Michigan State, at the bottom with a uh, three and seven record in conference.
0: Yeah. I mean, you it, you always thought this bid 10 was going to be pretty stacked up, and it is. When you look at I mean, it's basically anyone's bid 10. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have Ohio State up on Minnesota by two points, and then there after that, there's a little bit of a drop-off from 18 to 15 points. But Notre Dame, Wisconsin, Penn State, and Michigan are all capable of testing
1: Minnesota or Wisconsin. Yeah, there's been a lot of movement yeah. like throughout that. I mean, it's, it's give or take every weekend. They play two games a weekend, so... Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can either gain four points or lose four points. There's a lot of movement in there, and I think Michigan State towards the end of this season, if they if they follow their game plan, they could find themselves maybe up at five, four. Who knows? Uh, it's tough to because Michigan State's a lot better than they were last year. I think
0: everyone who's been able to see them play compared to last year can agree on that. Yeah, maybe but, I'm getting a little
1: too antsy on that. Yeah, five yeah, and yeah. Four yeah, a little yeah bit.
0: But they're they're gonna I, they're gonna stay in the cellar this mm-hmm. year. Like they did last weekend, they'll show you flashes of greatness. It's just, be patient. Dan Cole doesn't have the depth and the
1: talent he necessarily wants right now. They'll get a lot of prospects, though, man. There's no reason why they can't get any more people on this team that can benefit their team.
0: Yes, I mean, you've seen it through. they got to get more high-quality guys that maybe are are first or second-round picks. And they got one in Muskegon right now, and they don't know if he's coming, but... Recruiting's a story for a different day, yeah. but we're yep. gonna move on. Michigan yep. State at home this weekend at Mon. Tate's on the Minnesota Golden Gophers, yes, sir. This will be the third meeting of the season. The Spartans split with the Gophers earlier in the season, falling seven to two on the first first game and a four to three, four to to win on Saturday night. And when looking back at that win, it I mean, Michigan State came back from a deficit for the first time. The whole season at the 3M Center, which is a hard place to play in college yeah, hockey. A lot of good fans up there. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota people love hockey. It, it And then Michigan State the next weekend, when in swept Michigan, it looked like it was going to be the turning point of the season.
1: And no, and, it's and, not. And, and, and <laughs> it's not.
0: So yeah. it's, there's not much to of Michigan State right now. Minnesota right now is 9-8-4 and 4, and 6-3-3 and 3 in conference play, just two points back of Ohio State. And Bob Mastron, first year at the helm for Minnesota, mm-hmm. and World Juniors coach for a lot of years. He he was the coach of that famous Troy Terry shootout, American hero Troy Terry. It, he he knows what he's talking about with hockey, and it was a great hire for Minnesota. I'm sure they
1: got him and Cole on the show today. Huh? <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, they def they ha- they definitely have to know each other pretty yeah, well, both being in the, both being involved with the program for such a long time. But they swept Notre Dame last weekend on the road.
1: Very that, impressive. Yeah, Very Notre Dame's kind
0: of skidding a little bit after losing to Michigan in the outdoor game and losing twice to Minnesota. But that's impressive. I mean, yeah. anytime you're able to go to South Bend and beat Cal Morris twice is I mean that's the, probably one of the most structurally sound defenses in college hockey. And for them to go up there and beat them twice is it, it shows how hot they are.
1: Yeah, but w- well, when I did see Notre Dame play Michigan State here, one, one thing I noticed is that like when they get when they get heated. They start taking penalties. Yeah, they start running around taking penalties, and I think going into the that's a lot of Yeah, going into twenty nineteen, they're going to start realizing that they need to revamp and get a little more organized. Just as Dan Cole has been telling his guys that, hey, we need to get a little more organized and win yeah. some hockey games.
0: I think it's hard for a program like Notre Dame, who makes it all the way to the Frozen Four and loses in heartbreaking fashion, yep. to kind of get up for the middle of the regular season. So I I, I wouldn't be surprised if they got really hot. They're late bloomers. Toward, yeah, toward the end of the year because. Mm-hmm. They're too talented not to be in the mix for the Frozen Four this year. Yeah. But as hot as Minnesota has been, they've only since the last time the Spartans played the Dophers, the Dophers have only lost one game in regulation, mm-hmm. which is it's impressive. I mean, I mean they've suffered a couple OT losses to Ohio State and Michigan. It's actually pretty remarkable. Three straight games they went to overtime and lost all three. Which Big Ten needs to figure out their OT rules. I yeah, I'm th- not a fan of them. Former, former, former. Host of the show, Jason Ruff, gets heated about that. He's like, "They need to give them the extra point if they win." It, it, it is. It, he's right. It's I mean, kind of that's dumb. how
1: the NHL does it. I yeah, mean, come why, on. Yeah, These why guys professionals? Follow? Right?
0: Yeah, you should. You should yeah. follow it. And you you look at this week in and, and Minnesota. They're led by their seniors and veteran yes, team. You got Rem Pitlick. Probably didn't say that right. Not a name guy. We're not a name I guy. Think that pod is right to be honest. Is that is that it. right, John? Yeah. Mm-hmm. John. Pointer for the show: If you don't know how to say a name, just say we're not named guys, and, yeah.
1: and, and, and it plays off perfectly. I learned that off stool.
0: Yeah, not named <laughs> guys. We're not named guys. So, I mean, full senior leadership. They got their goalies playing as good as anyone in the Big Ten. Matt Robson, he comes in with a .94 save percentage, second wow. best in the Big Ten. It's it, scary. <laughs> I mean, Mission State has struggled often this year getting going. What What do they have to do to? Maybe get on the score sheet a little bit early, get off to a hot start, and put pressure on Minnesota and their solid back end with an elite goaltender like Matt
1: Robson. Hey, I'm no professional here by any means. Oh, but come I, on, come on. Yeah, you are. You're on the podcast <laughs> I now. Think, Don't uh, talk like that. I think uh, the fourth line is going to be what we need to look at and what can take uh, this their game to the next level come this weekend. You got Logan Lambden, who was unreal in the Ohio State series uh, last yeah. week, and Cody, Cody Milan, yeah, oh, my gosh. The guy, they put him on the power play now, and he's, he's very confident, and I think yeah. that he can work well. You can maybe intertwine him on that first line if somebody's not performing well or yeah. second line or whatever. I mean, that I, I, you can't he, rely on that first line is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, and they, Michigan State definitely has done that throughout the year, and it's definitely hurt them. But when I look into this weekend, especially against Minnesota – they might not be the type of high power team like Penn State is who you're gonna get into forty to forty like shot battles, mm-hmm. but the, their defenses has to be better. They can't put Drew de Ritter and John Lethem in the situations they've been putting them in the last couple weeks. You just can't.
1: You can't rely on your goaltenders in hockey yeah. all the time. And, it's just and,
0: not gonna work. And they and they take they've been taking a little bit too many penalties. I I know sometimes when people are in your zone the whole time, that just happens. And I, ever since Cole Kriegers came back from injury, he's looked good. And yeah. I think that's a good sign for this mission State defense. Mm-hmm. Helps him a lot. But it, it, it's not necessarily all the defense, though. It's it's You need winners and centermen to be on the bat check and mm-hmm. working hard in the D zone. And sometimes you just don't see that out of... Other than Brody Stevens, Tommy Apep, and Brendan Sanford, sometimes you don't see that out of the other three lines, even the KHL line.
1: Yeah, I mean, you need sound hockey, too. They're really good and structured on the power play. They've yeah. scored a lot of goals this year on the power play, which is nice. Who, Minnesota but, or Michigan State? Michigan State. Yeah. But they don't get that many chances because they put themselves in the hole also at the same time. So if you can if you can maybe play a little more sound and not take dumb penalties like they have been a little bit, then you, know, you might get more chances and more scoring attempts because – I'm telling you, that power play is one of the best in the Big Ten right now. It, I mean, you looked at MSU's power play, it struggled for a long time. It's back
0: up to 21%. And you looked at them that on the – It's not great. But. It's, it, it was a lot better early in the season. A lot of those numbers, I think they went on a 6 team skid where they didn't score in the power play. So that, that kind of slants the stats maybe one way. But the one thing they've been good with all season, we always thought they, they got to get out to an early lead. Yeah. After after they're up one, after the first period they're three 3 on one, so when they come out buzzing, and they get one to go because they often do come out and especially at home I I think I've covered five or six games this season and I don't remember one time they didn't outplay their opponent in the first period yeah and that didn't necessarily mean they're up one to nothing.
1: Well, it, yeah. I mean, you look at these last two games, for example, the Penn State series, they were they scored three goals in the first period on Saturday, just ran away with the lead. They couldn't yeah. come back to them at all. But on Friday, they didn't have any goals to show for in the first frame and Penn State kind of had one and then two in the, the second. They had a 3-0 lead and they can't climb back. You know, It'll, They're not a team that can climb back as easy as Ohio State does and
0: Yes, you know you, they they don't have a Mason Joes they don't have a Twin yep. Hughes or Josh Norris like Michigan does. Agreed. But you look at this Michigan State team. I thing I, I kind of realized last week or two is that they they have about ten minutes a game where they're gonna dominate, and it just matters if they're gonna score. Mm-hmm. If they don't, then the game's not. They're not gonna win. Yeah, because I because I I, I I. And maybe that they're not getting dominated the other 50 minutes of the game, but it's just gonna be neutral dump and chase. It's a, no sustained success. They're gonna have at least 10 minutes of the game where they're owning in their own O zone. But it, they, if they cash in, they're gonna win. If they're, I know that just sounds like hockey and just yeah. a dumb way to put it, but that, this team is not doesn't have the depth and doesn't ha- necessarily have the talent as the other teams in the Big Ten era. So if they don't capitalize on easy chances, they're they're in for one. Yeah, they're in one.
1: All, all. We'll that. have to see, Ryan. We're yeah. gonna have to wait and see on this series because this will either. Yeah, I'm either calling a one-one or one-one. Oh, let's He'll, take they'll your take prediction a game. right now. We gotta
0: get we gotta get into the flow show. Right. Prediction's the last part. Uh-huh. Let's go. What do okay, you think? Okay, I'm, I'm thinking Split Michigan sweet. State
1: splits against Minnesota at home. Uh, the first game, they're gonna they're gonna take it home four-three. Okay, four three, and then they're gonna get smoked again. Uh, wow about, about four four one. Let's say four or five to one on Saturday okay. or Sunday. Okay. Sorry, the games are Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, it's switching me up. Yeah, that
0: is weird. I don't know how the media food is gonna work because it's usually Friday pizza, which mm-hmm. is unreal. Saturday yeah, very good, and then Saturday sandwiches. So we'll have to see. Well. Maybe they throw a curveball and get like pierogies or something, some random. I don't. I don't I'm know. all right with that. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. Any food'll do. Yeah. So I when I look at about this, you. What are, I, what are your yeah, predictions? I looked at this weekend and I see, I I think Minnesota is coming in hot and Michigan State. I I thought they were kind of losing gas this year and especially in the defense. end. there's no sign of them being able to stop their defensive woes and getting outshot like they have in the last six games. So I, I like Minnesota the sweep, but I mean, mm, okay. I, I, I've i been surprised by this Spartan team once or twice where they just like go out and dominate a game and not, they, they're never going to blow out a team for the one or something like that, have an easy win, but they, they'll dominate a team for a period and be up three nothing and let them back in. I, I, I just don't see them this week on a team well coached like Minnesota is, we're there to be able to get out and get, I don't know. Just, I just don't feel comfortable saying with, they're
1: going to split. No, or, or, I, I just yeah. don't
0: see it this weekend. I, I just think Matt Robson's playing too good. And the is on the rise. To watch
1: and the and, golden golfers.
0: And I really am a big fan of Minnesota's jerseys. Mm-hmm. And if Michigan state wears those new jerseys with the nameplate, they're going to lose five to nothing. Cause right. <laughs> the the mission message to Michigan state hockey. Wear your strip jerseys. They look a thousand percent better than anything else you're gonna wear. Just stay simple. Just and have use a clear, clear
1: tape on your socks.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That uh. you look like an idiot if you don't. <laughs> yeah. So that's about to do it for us, John.
1: What do you think? Oh man, I first? love it, man. I'm I'm into this. I know. I'll it's be fun. on here. So if you like my voice, just keep tuning yeah. <laughs> in. I guess. Who knows.
0: So what what would you give yourself a grade for? Because I gave myself a grade last week for first time I hosted.
1: Mm, let's let's go uh let's go B just B, maybe B minus. Yeah, I there's a lot to improve on. Yeah. Always.
0: Mm-hmm. Always start the start the bar low and keep it going yeah, up. You gotta
1: give yourself some room to wiggle, right? Yeah, I'm I seized it to drees. Yep. Yes they do. Yeah, seized it to Drees. I can tell you that firsthand. <laughs> Even though I don't have my degree yet, but I'm getting C's. <laughs> Uh, That's going to do it all for us. For
0: John Supan, I'm Ryan Collins. Thanks for listening to Behind the Mask. Peace out.